Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz over here. Rev Z trying to sneak in over here. <clears throat> <laughs> and we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And this happens every Friday morning, 7 a.m. here on the Mountain Time Zone, part of the New Thought Media Network. And a big shout out to our friends over on the Humanities Team website and their uh, and their social media network over there on Humanities Team. Check that out, folks. Humanities dot team it's a great little social network we broadcast this program there live on friday mornings as well so welcome to that audience oh my gosh here we are another friday morning now uh some of you may recognize that we had a special guest listed on our our uh, title for today and due to a few technical difficulties uh reverend brian acres will not be able to be with us today and we're going to work on bringing him back again uh, in the very, very, very near future here. So, um, okay. Z and I have been sitting here chatting and there's a couple things we'd like to do. First thing we want to do is we'd like to raise up uh, a prayer of peace and love and compassion for Israel and Palestine. And um, we don't want to debate what's happening in the Middle East today. Uh, there is a tenuous ceasefire. That is enough for the, for the moment. We're not going to discuss how long that's going to last. We're not going to discuss what got us there. We're not going to discuss what recently happened. Because we feel like at this moment, <clears throat> there's too many people talking <clears throat> about what's going on and not enough people talking about the people. The, the, innis, the civilians that are involved here, the people that just want to live their lives. And I, if if you're anywhere on social media, you've probably seen some pretty horrific images and some pretty propaganda-based memes and all kinds of stuff. The end result, people are hurting. Yeah. People are hurting. People are confused. People are scared. And so collectively, we're just, um, if you're with us, close your eyes for a minute. We're just going to say a word of peace. We're going to be in a moment of peace, be in a vibration of peace with us. As we come to a place of recognizing it's all God. And whatever's going on is going on for the highest and the best of humanity's evolution consciousness. I may not understand it. I may not recognize it, but I know there's good in there somewhere. And I stand to witness that. So I bless, I love, I uplift, I inspire, but most especially I recognize the oneness of everyone involved and claim peace for all. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, Z. Okay, so here's the, the, the question I've got this week. I keep seeing all these, well, let's say good morning first. Good morning, Marianne. Good to see you, dear one. 
Good morning, Linda. Good to see you as well. If you're watching and you're not commenting, well, we don't know you're here, but we'll be happy to say hello and wish you all the best as well. So uh, glad you're with us. <clears throat> here, here, Here's what it comes down to, Z. I'm right. You're wrong. It's never going to be any other way. So why don't you just shut up and leave because your, your life is absolutely valueless if you don't believe exactly <laughs> what I believe. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting perspective because uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't eat just one vegetable or I'm pretty sure you don't just eat just one thing in life, period. Uh, there's some maybe some rice and some noodles and some Brussels sprouts and some, you know, uh, fish or chicken, maybe. I don't know, tofu. And, and, and I'm saying that little tongue in cheek in that. We understand at a scientific level and at all really all levels that it takes a diversity of things to support anything. We look at an environment. It needs the bugs, it needs the weeds, it needs the the, the fruit that you're trying to go, you look at your body. It needs water, it needs protein, it needs carbohydrates. All things that are are are, are functioning in this realm. Require, requires a, a diversity and an infusion and an inclusion of all things. Now, some things are needed more than others, right? You don't want to dump a whole whole container of salt on your food. A little bit of salt might be good. A lot of salt is going to be bad in a whole bunch of ways. It's going to ruin your food. It's going to ruin your health. I mean, on and on and on. And so there, <laughs> therein lies this opportunity for us to begin to as you said, look at the at, at, at how all of these things come together. What is the good of all of them? And how do I apply that little bit to make everything better? Yeah. yeah. And like I said, a little bit of salt. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it does it from my perspective, what I see in, in social media and Folks, if you don't know, I happen to moderate a couple of pretty large groups on, on Facebook, and one of them is an open group, and it's a very vocal group. And it and in and in many ways, it's been suggested to me that over the past several months, we've been infiltrated by a lot of white supremacists and QAnon followers. Now, my suggestion, my thought is, my perspective is, no, we've these people have been here all along. There's no infiltration going on. People have been here all along. People are just a lot more willing to speak their mind. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use that term very, very seriously, very <clears throat> specifically. People are willing to speak their mind, but I don't believe most of people have an understanding of how to speak their heart. Mm. We speak our mind. I, I believe in guns. I've owned guns all my life. I believe in guns. Anybody that doesn't believe in guns, bleh, speak in our mind, but not our heart. Yeah. Like the heart is, I'm afraid. I think I need a gun for, for protection. I'm I, I want a gun to feed my family. Maybe that's it. That's okay. Speaking from the heart allows us to have a conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, in today's social media world, it is far too easy to just shout out what we believe and walk away. I personally have watched a number of religious science ministers do that this week in conversations. Basically say, Bleh, and then split. 
either leave the group, block, whatever. That doesn't that doesn't progress the conversation. <clears throat> and, and you know, I I I would even question in in a lot of cases if people are really speaking what they believe. Um, we we you know. We, Robert and I had a conversation before we came on. We were just looking at headlines and all of them, uh, relatively all of them, there were some that were, were, were pretty even keel, but all of them were trying to push somebody to one ideal point of view or another. And, and okay, I mean, that's okay, I guess, except when it's <laughs> pushing someone to be neglectful of somebody else or pushing someone to disregard someone else. Right. And like Robert's statement in the very beginning, pushing someone to believe that their idea, their way of life, their way of looking at the world is the only and the correct way of doing a thing. And so, you know, by by opening our heart and 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 that kind of puts a little quell on the on the on the uh on the ego to say, well, let me listen. And, you know, my, my father used to always tell me, he says, anybody that's older than you, listen to him. He said, there are no old fools. All fools die young. So if they've been mm. on the planet for a little while, there's some wisdom, there's some understanding, there's some know-how that they, even if you don't like it, they have it. And it's worthy of a conversation to see if it's something that you can put in your toolkit. Yep. I I just heard Billy Joel singing "Only the Good Die Young." <laughs> and I, I just thought to myself, "Don't worry, only the fools die young." <laughs> but, but but I like that. I like that idea, and I like that perspective because one of the things we talk about here is that we have to honor and recognize everybody's lived experience. Right. Not not the textbook experience, not the textbook experience that says, and the slaves rejoiced and thanked their masters. All right. None of that crap. But actually speaking from our lived experience and yeah. other people live. And then people are like, but that wasn't my experience. So that can't be true. Deeper listening. More. Com and I'm and I want to fess up, folks. I have been one of the worst offenders. I have been quick to judge. I have been quick to block. Uh, I have been in times quick to tell people, you are so full of shit. I can't believe we allow you to stay on this planet. I'm not proud of those experiences, but I've done it. And what mm -hmm. I'm doing now is I'm trying to slow down a bit and listen for the intent. Listen for what it is that people are trying to accomplish. There's a long running, um, let's call it a conversation that's been happening in my life since, uh, oh, somewhere in 2015 uh, with a gentleman who is very conservative, very much a gun owner. Um, I might almost say hoarding, but I don't know that for sure. Um, I've seen large stockpiles of ammunition in his home. And at the end of the day, I'm trying to fi figure out not why he's posting what he's posting, but what he's hoping to accomplish. Um, what he's hoping to accomplish. 
what he's hoping people will see that from his perspective seems so apparent that we're all missing. Right. Right. You know, right. And, and I think, you know, Terry brings up a good point here. You know, people are speaking from frustration. They still have good hearts and mind, but they are fed up and scared. And I, I given what you just said, <clears throat> that, that rings true to me because when we look back over, we have our, our politicians and our leaders, whatever realm they're in, uh, you know, secular or religious or political, whatever. And they, we are spouting these, these ideologies, these theories, these, these ways of changing things. And we've been doing it for a while, by the way. And uh, <laughs> things seem to be not progressing. And in some cases, they are rescinding, right? And so people are scared, you know. Uh, and I, I'm going to give a shameless plug here. Uh, tonight at uh, New Thought at, at CSL Denver, we're, we're doing a review of the movie, The Celestine Prophecy. Right. And if you remember that movie, if you've seen it, and if you're not, try to go and watch it. You can watch it on YouTube or uh, uh, Amazon. But one of the premises of that is we've gotten to a point where when we look at history, we, we took off on a wrong premise, right? We had, we thought the church was the leading authority. We found out that wasn't true when, when, when Galileo and Copernicus and all those guys came out. And so we sent out centuries. We sent out investigators to figure out, well, how does this world work? What do we do? And in the meantime, everybody wanted security because they lost security when they lost that leadership role, right? And now all the science, all the quantum physics, all of these different uh, informational packets that we sent the Sentinels out to, to get is coming back, but we still stuck on security. So that's what we base everything. We're frustrated because we know in reality, we're not all that safe. Uh, uh, you know, things get a piece of space junk could fall out the sky and kill us. And so right. we figure I need to make myself secure. I'm going to wall off anybody who don't think like me. I'm going to get some guns. If they come and try to get me, I'm going to spew, you know, just hate and venom to make sure that they stay away from me. And we need to go, as Terry said, we have a mind, we have a heart. Let's start leaning on those together and not be, as they say, a bleeding heart or some staunch, you know, uh, conservative fascist or whatever label you want to put on it. I mean, with a thousand and come together, find some common ground based on the new information that's happening every day. Yep. Exactly. <clears throat> every day. Now, we talk about this in religious science, science of mind, new thought all the time, right? Barry Morris, he's got a very well-known, fa well famous quote, every day is a brand new baby day. That means every day holds the opportunity to be different, to be new, to be a a, a more beneficial experience, a more life-giving experience. We don't have to hold on to what we believed yesterday. If it worked yesterday, great. If it's working today, okay. If it's not working, it's not working. And personally, my my personal opinion is the oppression, the the disrespect uh, to people of color in this country and in the New Thought movement is is that time is over. It's disrespectful and, and we got to do away and we've got to change that. 
This week I watched a white minister respectfully respond to a comment I made, which was far more incendiary and sarcastic than the one my black colleague had made. But then that same white minister decided to tag the black minister, which he didn't do in his response to me, and repeatedly <clears throat> talked down to this minister numerous times in his comments. And when we gently tried to call him back to principle, he picked up his shit and ran. Um, that's okay. We know who he is now, right? He's outed himself. So we don't have to be aggressive to change, to, to affect the change. And that to me is the biggest thing. We're in a place right now where we've got to be affecting the change. Um, I want to address Linda's comment here real quick too. Interesting point. We know you're, we know that's point. Uh, what are the differences between diversity and infiltrate? Maybe the intent behind the words. Um, yes, and Linda, um, to me, and Z, I'll give you a chance to run th through these here in a second as well. Diversity is just what is. It's an adjective for the nature of life. We are a diverse being. There is diversity in plant life. There is diversity in animal life. There is diversity in mineral life. There is diversity in human life. We can't get around it. Never going to change. Inclusivity, I believe, which is what you, where you often hear the, the term after diversity around here, you often hear diversity and inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Inclusivity is a personal choice. It's a decision we make to say, I'm going to respect you as a human being. I'm going to respect you as the as part of the diversity upon in which I, I survive. And I couldn't live without that diversity. Uh -huh. So I'm going to respect you for being a part of that. That's inclusivity. I'm going to choose to be, to, to, uh, to, to just be cool with you being you <laughs> really. Right. It doesn't mean I have to go out and say, come join me, come join this, come believe this way. I just have to be willing to allow you to have your lived experience. Infiltrate to me speaks to, yes, it's the intent behind infiltrate to me speaks to the intent to quietly allow for or pretend or speak to the inclusivity without really believing it. And then when it's appropriate, I pull off my mask, I pull off my disguise and I say, surprise, you guys were wrong the whole time and I was right. And now I'm here to take over and change all. So it's nuanced. Yes. Uh, Z, how about you? How's that? Well, you know, I, I think you hit it on the head. Um, I mean, when, and when I think the infiltrate, I think about the movie that just came out with uh, about Fred Hampton and how how the FBI infiltrated uh, the Black Panther Party in Chicago, where he was the leader. Twenty year old young man. Twenty. He was twenty one, I think. Twenty three, maybe. I forget right off the top of my head now. <clears throat> but Fred Hampton was murdered as a 21, 22-year-old kid because he was dynamic. He was a, a real leader to galvanize the first Rainbow Coalition because he had people of all, all colors supporting him, black, white, Hispanic, uh, 
and and that was an infiltration. They had someone come in and act like they were supporting the cause and being his friend, but ultimately they were the cause of his demise. So so infiltration is something where you go into something with the intent to destroy it or the, the intent to get some information to discredit it. Now, if we go backwards in this chain, if we look at inclusion, you if, if we're really honest about life and understanding that nature is most definitely the best teacher, there is no way we cannot have the, the, the uh, diversity and inclusion of everything. Now, some people might not like that. We know in the ocean, the bigger, the small fish eat the smaller creatures. The bigger fish eat the smaller fish and so forth and so on all the way up until us eating whatever right that's part of the, but but there's an inclusion there that there, there, i heard something that says because of the way life is the sacredness of life and the way one thing gives up itself to elevate to something else is just the way it works now like you said we don't we may not like that we may not totally understand that but it is we, we, we we're not going to change you know uh, uh, birds eat worms. I don't care how much you like worms. You're not going to stop birds from eating worms. But we, but we can understand it and we can accept it to the best of our ability. And then as we do that, we understand that there's this diversity of life. Birds don't eat all the worms, right? Uh, we don't eat all the birds. Uh, you know, the, the meteorites don't kill all the animals. Uh, I'm going way out there now on that. But <clears throat> The, th the point is that there is a mystery of life still. I don't care how much we think we know. I don't care how much we study and proclaim and all of this. There is a mystery of life that is integrated, diverse, and working together for the evolution of the whole universe, if you will, that we have to respect and continue to search. And every day, as we said earlier, a new perspective, a new piece of information becomes available and we understand a little more and we do a little better. <clears throat> you mute it. Thank you. As we're sharing this, I'm reminded, and what's coming forward is the story, and I and I forget his name. Uh, black man, police officer, Colorado Springs, um, and unintentionally, let's say, at first infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. Now, here's the difference. At first, it was unintentional. But then it became intentional. <clears throat> and exactly like Z said, he set about a course of action to deceive a group of people into accepting him for the sole purpose of dismantling all that organization. Of it. Okay, maybe not... It, Dismantling it, at least investigating, right? And he was going in there to find, He was going in there to try to figure out: Are they breaking the law? Are they not breaking the law? If so, can I can I make an arrest? Yeah, right. He was doing good police work. Don't get. I don't. I don't want to say that it wasn't, but that is an info an exact analog to infiltration, and we celebrate him like crazy. Right. I agree. Today. And where I'm going with this is, as we're talking, my mind is flashing to 
how many secret infiltrators are there operating within the good social justice movements of our day? How many FBI agents or otherwise ATF or otherwise are, quote, infiltrating the, B the Black Lives Matter movement? And that organization, and there's an organization right there. How many people are in, <clears throat> heck, how many people are infiltrating our movement, our organization? Yeah. To make sure that we're not here breaking the laws or break. I don't necessarily agree with all that, but it's what it is. So what we've got to ask ourselves is what role do I want to play in the conversation? Yeah. Do I, do I want to be the antagonist throwing incendiary firebombs into the middle of the conversation? Or do we want to listen for intent, listen for content, listen for meaning, listen for misunderstandings and have true dialogue again? Because, you know, because you, you bring to mind, you bring, and, and, and some of you may or may not have heard of the Cohen Protel movement. If you haven't, go, go Google Cohen Protel, uh, which was a, 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 a program they talk about in the movie on Fred Hampton, <clears throat> where J. Edgar Hoover set up a commission or set up a task force or whatever he called it to specifically infiltrate all of the black movements and any left movement, Marxist or socialist or any movement like that, to specifically get information on them. I mean, he did it to organizations and individuals. They did it to Dr. King, Malcolm X, Black Panthers. They did it to SNCC. They did it to uh, to uh, the the um, the uh, I forget the other name, but they did it to everybody. Let's just say that that was anything that was left of what the the, the so-called American way was at that point. And the purpose was to get information to either destroy or discredit the leaders so that they would not challenge legitimately. Right. Because these people were bringing up issues that were real, but they wanted to have some evidence on it to, to, to discredit the idea, to downplay the idea, no matter how right or how uh, needed the point of view was. And so that say that, I mean, it's going on now. You look at Tuskegee experiment. They were giving people non-cures, selling they were curing them just to see what syphilis would do to a bunch of black people. Right. So this cut, they did the same thing Bob, to, to military uh, personnel. They tested LSD on them without their knowing to see what the effects were. So we know at some level that there's a way for people to infiltrate ideas and, and do things, but we have to figure out how do we become more inclusive of the uh, of everybody and everyone on the planet and not discredit them because they don't think the way we think. It's a tra it's a sticky, rocky, rumbly ro road we're traveling here, folks. <laughs> and, uh, and, and truthfully, I don't think Z or I will ever profess to having all the answers. Mm -mm. But what I do know is we have a spiritual <clears throat> practice that provides us access. And, a and I believe a deeper insight. And I believe a more um, life-promoting yeah. insight into how things operate and how people are operating. Hey, yo, 
I'm not, we both have like way too much education when it comes to human consciousness. Between the two of us, we've got more education than anybody really needs in how to understand how people think and how they respond and how they act. And, and but more importantly, what we can do to support people in changing the way they think in being open to say, hey, maybe that isn't so good for me. Maybe that isn't so beneficial for me. Many of you may not know this. Uh, I smoked cigarettes for a long, long time. When we first met, Z, you know this. Mm -hmm. um, and I went through my own struggles of, of quitting and, and getting off of the nicotine and all the things, any way you want to say it. But there came a point where I, where I looked at this isn't working for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I believe we're seeing a shift where the self-serving greed isn't going to work anymore. Where the, my business is the most important thing in the world. And I'm going to do everything I can to make as much money as I can and piss on everybody else on the planet. Isn't going to work anymore. Taking advantage of human resources and natural resources isn't going to work anymore. Driving people to homelessness isn't going to work anymore. Charging hundreds and hundreds of dollars for simple procedures at a doctor's office or, or an outpatient clinic or, God, don't ever go to an instant care or urgent care. Those things will rape you. Uh, <laughs> those things don't work, aren't going to work anymore. We have been through one of the, I believe, toughest I, and i trust this was the toughest thing i'm gonna ever have to live on a global scale this past pandemic i trust we don't have to go through that again in another four years or whatever and in that i think that's the clarion call that says folks it's time to get together again as one human family stop the fighting stop the bickering stop the bullshit and let's get on with the with the idea of creating a world that works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's key because you know I know I know our time is short, and so I'm going to keep this short. <laughs> in that we are one family, right? No matter what your uh, race, creed, color, ethnicity, we all come here with eyes and nose and eat and you know two hands, two feet which shows us, it should show us that, hey, there's a lot that we got in common. You know, uh, we should figure that out and knowing that we will have some differences, but let's figure that out and let's, and let's uh, operate from the place of togetherness. And when the differences come up, we deal with them humanely and sanely and not try to out somebody or kill somebody or whatever the thing may be because they don't think the way I do. Yep, exactly. Okay, folks. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, when I talk to new hosts about coming on the network and bringing on a show, I tell people all the time, well, you know, a lot of programs start, they just, we start at a half an hour and eventually they grow into an hour. So start there. Um, we might be at that growing pain point. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. this is like three weeks in a row. We're running over. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're going to get out of here for today, folks. Let you get into your day. Um, you know, there's a ton of things going on here at the network. And uh, as always, we would love to hear your perspectives. Thanks to those that were chiming in and chatting along with us in the comments today. We appreciate that. Please invite a friend to join us next Friday. 
watch on a replay, check out the archives on YouTube or Facebook, or send us an email if you have something specific you'd like to discuss, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. We would love to hear your suggestions for guests that we uh, have on the program. We'd love to hear your suggestions for topics that you would like to hear us talking about. Um, and hey, let us know, should we keep it at a half an hour or do you want to see us go longer? Uh, I'll leave that for the comp for the, uh, for the email comments. So yes. I believe that's all we've got today. Z, um, what's going on? Well, let's, let's do the quick rundown, right? Eight fifteen yep. morning prayers, eight thirty morning sip, nine o'clock. Wake up, say thank you with Rev Steph, nine 30, the world peace meditation, 11 o'clock Rev skip and in the flow. Five o'clock, the uh, Pastor Michael Mangus and the Fireside Chat uh, back again. And uh, and I dropped a link in the chat. If you want to join Center for Spiritual Living Denver tonight and chat about uh, the Celestine Prophecy, I left a link to their website. What you do is you go watch the movie somewhere. It's free on YouTube and you can pay for it without commercials other places. Uh so you can watch the movie and then feel free to join and join in the discussion. And they're going to talk and have an open, uh, open discussion room, open conversation around the movie. So feel free to join them with that tonight. Uh, and then we'll be back throughout the weekend. And, uh, and I'm running out of, uh, I'm running out of reminders, reminder space in my brain. There's the, anything I, I, got, I got just one left. Yes. One reminder left. We are family. <laughs> mm, we are family folks that's all we've got we're going to get out of here for now thanks for being with us Take uh, stick with us for just one more minute and help us say thank you to our sponsors mm -hmm.